This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome everyone. Welcome everyone. Masechta Yivamois Daf Chav Vav Amar Beis. How is everybody this evening? Masechta Yivamois. Well, <clears throat> the Mishnah said in the third parak, if you have four brothers, two of them are married to two sisters, and the two. Uh, Husbands who are married to two sisters, they die, and the two sisters fall to the other two brothers. So Reuben and Shimon married to Rachel and Leah, Reuben and Shimon die, Rachel and Leah fall to Levi, and Yehuda. So the halachas they do chalitza na'ibam. The Gemara said that's a raya, yesh zika, because of ain zika. Look, Rachel and Leah are coming from two different brothers. Let Levi do yibam to Rachel, let Yehuda do yibam to Leah, and Shalom al Yisrael. Must be they can't do that because Yesh Zika and whichever woman they're being Miyabim is Achois Zukukasai. So Gemara says, no, really, ain't Zika. And really, I could do Yibum technically to Levi, could do Yibum to Rachel. The problem is, if Levi does Yibum to Rachel, we're afraid Yehuda is going to die and then Leah is going to fall to Ruvain. And now Ruvain cannot do Yibum or Chalitza to Leah because it's Achois Ishtai. And your mavato mitzvah yevamin. So Gemara said, Yahachi tlasanami. What do you have to pick a case of four brothers? Pick a case of three brothers. Two brothers married to Rachel and Leah. Reuven and Shimon die. Rachel and Leah fall to Levi. Ibishlama says Taisvis. If the reason why they, when you're four brothers, they both do chalitza because of Yesh Zika. So it tells me a chiddush, there's yesh zika, even when two sisters fall to two brothers, and the zika is not so strong, they're not both falling to one guy. So you might think zika is not so strong when they're two brothers who are potential yivamin. So the chiddush is even then yesh zika when they fall to two brothers. But if the chashash is, <coughs> we're afraid, uh, there's a problem of being mavata mitzvah yivamin, just pick a simple case of two brothers married to two sisters and... The two brothers die, and the two sisters fall to a third yavam. Why do I, why pick a case of four yiva, of four brothers? Says the Gemara, loimi boy kamrinan. There is a chiddush of four brothers. The reason why you picked a case of four brothers is it is the Mishnah is being said in a fashion of loimi boy. Not only this, but even this loimi boy tlasa. Not only if there are three brothers, the vade butla mitzvah yavamin, because if the two when the two uh, brothers die and the two sisters fall to Levi, if Levi does Yibam to either one, he's definitely being Mavata, the mitzvah Yibam, Aval Dalid, but four brothers. So then, why wouldn't Levi be allowed to do Yibam to Rachel? What are you afraid? Yehuda's going to die. Maybe, uh, maybe we're not worried about death. Says the Gemara, Kamash Malan, the Chidosh is, that um, even so, Kamashwan, the Chiddush is that even so, there is still a chash of Misa. We're afraid that if Levi does Yibam to Rachel, that Yehuda might die, and then uh, Levi will not be able to do a Yibam or Chalitza to Leah. Kamashwan, that even in this case, um, there's a problem of. of if so, why don't... Then, if you're worried about... Rabbi Isai, if you're worried about 
Bittel Mitzvah Sivamin, then why does the Mishnah talk about four brothers? Why don't you talk about five brothers? Meaning like this. Reuven and Shimon married to Rachel and Leah. Reuven and Shimon die. And now Rachel and Leah fall to Levi, Yehuda, and Yisachar. So Bishlama, if the reason why they can't do Yibam is because of Yesh Zika, there's no difference between four brothers and five brothers. And the reason the Mishnah picked the case of four brothers is uh, because there's absolutely no difference at all between four brothers and five brothers. But if the chashash is that a brother might die, then why don't we say that the why would the Mishnah only say a case where there are four brothers and we're afraid if Levi does Yibam to one sister, Yehuda might die? Why don't we say an even bigger chidosh that there are five brothers and if Levi does Yibam to let's say Rachel, then we have to be concerned that. Yehuda might die before he does Yibam to Leah, and Yisachar might die. Meaning, if the Chshash is, if the Chshash is, Rabbi Isai, Bittel Mitzvah Yivamin, because maybe the Yavam will die, and then the first Yavam will not be able to do Yibam or Chalitza to this other sister, so then why don't we say an even bigger Chedosh that if they're five brothers, and basically we have to be worried that Yehuda and Yisachar might die. <clears> this <throat> says Gemara, the reason why we didn't pick that case is because we're actually not worried that two brothers might die. Lamisa <clears throat> But Lamisa of two brothers were not worried. In other words, let's just get clear. What the Gemara was asking was if the reason why when two sisters fall to Yibam, you can't do Yibam to either one, <clears throat> lest, you, that, the, lest the sister come back to you and you won't be able to do Yibam or Chalitza to her, so why don't we... Uh, Talk about an even bigger chiddush where there are three brothers to potentially do yibam to these two sisters, and if you do yibam to one, <coughs> maybe we should be concerned two of the brothers might die. Says Gemara Lamisa de We're not worried that two people will die. Weiter, Amar Rava Bar Ravuna Amar Rav. Rava, the son of Ravuna, said in the name of Rav. <coughs> Three sisters, that fell to two brothers, Yevamin, who are Yavams. You ready for the case? They're five brothers. Isn't that cool? Five brothers. Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar. They're five brothers. And Reuven and Shimon are married to Rachel and Leah. <coughs> and Reuven and Shimon die. And now, Levi, Yehuda, and Yisachar are Zokuk, or Rachel and Leah is Zokuk to Levi, Yehuda, and Yisachar. Now again, to do Yibam to anyone is potentially a problem because it's Achois Zekukasai. Excuse right? If you do Yibam to either one, to any of these three girls, each one of these girls is a sister of someone who's Zokuk to you. <coughs> so the Gemara says like this, Levi does Chalitza to one. To Rachel. Excuse me, here, um, a case corrected. Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar. Five brothers. Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi are married to Rachel, Leah, Bila. Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi die. And Rachel, Leah, and Bila fall to 
Yisachar, um, Yehuda and Yisachar. Okay? So three sisters now fall to two brothers. Okay? Sorry about that. Three sisters fall to two brothers. Zechelitz Achas. Yehuda does Chalitz to one. To Rachel. Vezechelitz Achas. Yisachar does Chalitz to one. To Leah. And what about Bila? Bila needs chalitza from both brothers. Now, why in the world would Bila need chalitza from two people? Doesn't Yibam take off of one person take off Zika? Doesn't chalitza of one person take off Zika? So now we're about to learn a rule called inferior chalitza. Chalitza psula, second class chalitza. You know, sometimes you could travel second class, and sometimes you could do chalitza second class. How's that? What's second class chalitza? Second class chalitza is basically when, <clears throat> you know when chalitza removes the zika entirely to the whole house? When the, when the chalitza is taking the place of yibam. But let's say the chalitza is not taking the place of Yibam because you could not have done Yibam. So that's called second-rate chalitza. Chalitza only works to remove the zika from the hobayis if you were able to do Yibam. If you would have done Yibam, Yibam for sure would have taken off the zika of the hobayis. So if you were able to do Yibam and you chose to do chalitza, that's a first-rate chalitza. Only one brother has to do chalitza. <clears throat> and this woman is no longer zakuk to any of the brothers. But when, Raboisai, it is a second-rate chalitza, because you could not have done Yibam. Now, in this case, why could you not have done Yibam? Presumably, Yehuda could not have done Yibam to any of these women, because it's achos zikukasai. Each one of these three sisters is the sister of someone who's zakuk to him. So, you couldn't do chalitza. So therefore... You couldn't do Yibam, and therefore the Chalitza is second rate. So what do you do? Yehuda does Chalitza to Rachel. Yisachar does Chalitza to Leah. And now, Bila is the sister of your Chalitza. When Yehuda turns to Bila, Bila is the sister of Yehuda's Chalitza. And when <coughs> Yisachar turns to Bila, Bila is a sister of Yisachar's chalutza. So therefore, in a situation where you're doing second-rate chalitza, you need that kind of chalitza can only remove the woman's zika to you, but not to the whole household, not to your brother. Now, what's difficult here is, l'chayra, then how did um, uh, Yehuda do chalitza to Rachel? That's also second-rate chalitza. Because Rachel is Achais the Kukasai. And how did how did Yisachar do Chalitza to Leah? But Leah is also Achais the Kukasai. In other words, the same way Bila needs Chalitza from both, because to Bila she is Achais Chalutzasai of both Yehuda and Yisachar. Lechayra, all three women um cannot get a full-fledged chalitza because all three women are achos zikukasai. So the Gemara goes through this. Amar le Rabbah. Rabbah said to Rav, right, this is Rava bar Rav Huna, the name of Rav. 
So Amr le Rabba, Rabba said to Rava Baravuna Midukaamrin and Sos Tsika Khalitsa Mishnaim from the fact that you said the middle woman needs Khalitsa from both Kasavrit, that means you hold Yesh Zika. There is Zika. And if Yesh Zika, the Havile Khalitsa Psula. To do chalitza to Bilha is a inferior chalitza because Bila is the sister of your chalitza. The chalitza psula and inferior chalitza tzarek lachzar kol You have to go revert and get chalitza from all the brothers because an inferior chalitza does not remove zika from the whole bias; it only removes zika to you. <clears throat> now, how do we prove yesh zika? So Rashi says, Kaloimar, from the fact that she is required to get chalitza from both, that means she is zakok. The mitzvah, the zika that she has to both Yevamin, is strong enough to require chalitza from both. So clearly, if she needs chalitza from both, she's zakok to both. And this chalitza, if she, if she needs chalitza from both, must be a chalitza psula. Psula here does not mean disqualified, it means gerua, inferior, inferior chalitza. <clears throat> you, know, you understand why Rashi says kolaymer, because the word psula means disqualified. This is not a disqualified chalitza, this is an inferior chalitza. If it was disqualified, it wouldn't do anything. It does do something, it removes the zika to you. But typically a chalitza ma'alyasa, a good chalitza, removes zika from all the brothers. Typically, let's say a woman, let's say a, a brother dies without children and his widow falls to his four brothers. One of them does chalitza and the other brothers are pater. That's a good chalitza. But in this case, you can't do that because since yibum could not have been done, we're going to say because each one already did chalitza to the sister, so to do yibum to the remaining woman is not possible because she's achais chalutzasai. Therefore, since Yibum could not have been done, the Chalitza is inferior. Frak the Gemara, a bamba. You know what a bamba is? A bomb. A bomb kasha. The obvious question, and that is, if we're dealing with a Chalitza psula, inferior Chalitza, because neither of the brothers could have married this middle woman because she's achos chalutzasai, then how was... Yehuda able to do chalitza to Rachel, and how was Yisachar able to do chalitza to Leah? That was also a chalitza psula, because none of them could have married Dan Yibam to these women, because these women are achos zikukasai. The same way Bila, to do chalitza to Bila, is an inferior chalitza, because she's the sister of someone who you did chalitza to, doing chalitza to Rachel and Leah is also inferior chalitza, because she is the sister of someone who you are zakuk to. Iachi kamaisenami, if so, the first chalitza also. So the Gemara says an incredible thing. <clears throat> if all three women fell at the exact same moment, enachenami, all three women are doing chalitza to any one of them is a chalitza psula, because each woman is achoy sekukasoy. If they fell simultaneously, then uh, then 
as you say, then you're right. None of the chalitzas would be good. Loit sricha, we don't need this. Ella only dinafal bezu acharzu, where you fell one after another. <clears throat> where these women fell one after another. In other words, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi were married to Rachel, Leah, and Bilhah. Ruvain died. At that moment in time, Yehuda could have done Yibam to her. Yeah? But he didn't. But he did Chalitza, so it's a valid Chalitza because he could have done Yibam. Then, since his, Yibam, since his Chalitza was good, this woman was not Zakuk to any other brother. Then Shimon died, and Leah falls to these three brothers. Shimon could do, excuse me, um, Yisachar could do Chalitza to her because he could have done Yibam to her. Because she is not the sister of someone who was Zakuk to him. Because uh, his brother Reuven already moved the Zika from the sister. So when Yehuda did Chalitza, it was a Chalitza Malyasa. And when Yisachar did Chalitza, it was a Chalitza Malyasa. Now, uh, Bila, who is married to Levi, falls to Yehuda and Yisachar. Neither of them could do Yibam to her because she's Achois Chalutzasai. So therefore, it's a Chalitza Psula, and they both need Chalitza. Nafla Chada, so the Gemara says the case. First Rachel fell, Chalatza Ruven, Ruven did Chalitza. Nafla Idach, and then Leah fell, Chalatza Shimon, Shimon did Chalitza. Nafla Idach, the third one fell, Chalatz La Hai Mifkazi Kasai. When Yehuda does Chalitza, he's Mafkia the Zikatim, Chalatz La Hai, when Yisachar does Chalitza, Mifkala Zikasai. But this is all presupposing that Rav holds Yesh Zika. And therefore, that's the reason why each one does Chalitza. But Rabbi said, don't you remember? There's a Masechta called Masechta Yavamis. You ever hear of that Masechta? That was the Masechta Avram Avinu was learning when the Malachim came to visit him. I almost gave that share. The Baal Shem Tov writes that the whole revelation of Avraham, when the Rebbe Shem came to Avraham on that fateful day, was because, Vasham writes, he was learning Masechta Yavamis. The greatest revelation Avram Avinu ever had is when he was learning Masechta Yavamis. The, the Kloisenberg Rebbe quotes this as indication that whether you are Misnaged or Chassidi, all the great Madregos of the Vekas HaKadosh Baruch Hu come through Limurat Torah. But the greatest comes from Masechta Yavamis. Okay, but don't you remember Masechta Yavamis? Rav was the, of the opinion on Daf Yud Zayin Mabez, Rav, Ain Zika! Rav said Ain Zika! And here he seems to be saying Yesh Zika. By the way, the Gemara asked, The Gemara said, When Rabbi Yehuda said earlier, Yesh Zika, that's Shmuel. And the Gemara says, well, maybe it's Rav. No, it can't be Rav because Kasha the Rav the Rav. The Gemara says, well, maybe it's Machlokas Amaram Aliba the Rav. No, we already know Shmuel says Yesh Zika. So why say that Rav holds 
and we know Rav said before Ein Zika, so why make a Machloikis in Rav? So we brought an opinion that this is based on the fact that Rav later on over here in our Gemara, Chavav happened to have said Yesh Zika. That's why the Gemara there had a Havamina to say, well maybe Rav really does hold Yesh Zika. But over here the Gemara spins it, Rav over here is not really saying his personal opinion. He's going according to Manda Amar Yeshika, but really his opinion is Einzika. Okay. Now the Holy Gemara brings the opinion of Shmuel. Let's let's try to read Shmuel Abyssal. Ushmuel Amar and Shmuel says Echad Chaylitz the Kulan. One brother does Chalitza for everyone. Not like Rav, that Yehuda does Chalitza to one, and Yisachar does Chalitza to one, and then to the third one, they both do Chalitza. No, one does Chalitza to everyone. Now, that would only make sense. How does that make sense at all? Says Gemara, Michti. Wait a second, let's see. Shamin only does Shmuel. We happen to know Shmuel holds. We can infer that Shmuel holds the Amar Chalitza Ma'aliyabaina. We know that Shmuel is of the opinion you need a full-fledged Chalitza, meaning a Chalitza where you could have done Yibam. The only way one Chalitza will exempt the entire household is if you have Chalitza Ma'aliyah. The Amar Shmuel, because Shmuel said Chalatz La'achayos Le'niftirutzarais. If you do chalitza to the sisters, the tsaris are not pater. What does that mean? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, two sisters that fall to a third brother. Let's say Reuven and Shem were married to two sisters. And each one of them had a co-wife. So now four, and Reuven and Shimon died, and all four women fall to Levi. Ruvain's Rachel and her co-wife, and, Le- and Shemayin's Leah and her co-wife. If Levi does Chalitza to the sisters, the Tsaris are not Pater. You know why the Tsaris are not Pater? Because Chalitza to the sisters is an inferior Chalitza. Because since you couldn't do Yibam to the sisters, because it would be Achois Zikukasai, so it's a Chalitza Psul, it's an inferior Chalitza. So what do you? So there end. Listen to what Shmuel is saying. Chalitza to the sisters is not going to potter the tsarais, because the tsarais have full zika to you, and therefore, the chalitza you do to the sisters is inferior. The chalitza you do to the tsarais is superior, because you could have done yibum to the tsarais. Even though Rabbi Isai, you really could not have done Yibam to the Tsarais because the Tsarai is Tsaras Achois Zikukasai. However, you are more Zokuk to Tsaras Achois Zikukasai than you are Zokuk to Achois Zikukasai. So again, Reuven and Shimon, Reuven is married to Rachel and a Tsara. Shimon was married to Leah and Atzara. Reuven and Shimon die. Rachel and Leah and their two co-wives fall to Levi. Levi technically cannot do Yibam to nobody. 
He can't do Yibam to Rachel or Leah because it's Achris Zekukasa, and he can't do it to either co-wife. It's Saras Achris Zekukasa, which is a Drabanan. But there's greater Zika, there's greater to Saras Achris Zekukasa than to Achris Zekukasa, and therefore, relative to the Chalitza that could be done to the sisters, the Chalitza that could be done to the Tsarois are a superior Chalitza. And therefore, Shmuel says, if you do Chalitza to the Sisters, it doesn't pat to the tsarais. Rashi asked the question I spoke out, even though the tsarais also, <coughs> you could not have been miyabim, but there is, there is more akal. So the Gemara says, Heicha de kaima chalitza de shemayin, chalitza kashera. Chalatzla ruvein chalitza psula. So now, listen. Shmuel is of the opinion chalitza, psula, inferior chalitza doesn't work. So then, in, Shmuel, in Shmuel's case, how can one chalitza exempt everyone? Chalatzla, ruvein, chalitza, psula. Again. Heicha dekaima chalitza deshema and chalitza kshera. Presumably what this means, when Shmuel said that it means as follows. Uh, again, you have five brothers, the first three died, and the three uh, Yevamais fall to uh, Yehuda and Yisachar. So one brother does Chalitza to one, one brother, the other brother does Chalitza to the other, and the Bila, one does Chalitza to Bila. But the question is, why would that be? It's a chalitza psula because he could not have done yibum because it's achayis chalutzase. So the way the Gemara asks it is heicha dekaima chalitza deshimon chalitza kshera. Where we hold that the chalitza of Shimon is a kosher chalitza chalatzla ruven chalitza psula. Look at Rashi heicha dekaima chalitza deshimon chalitza kshera. Where Again, this is talking about chalitza ze like we said previously. Where Shimon's chalitza is a chalitza kshera to do chalitza to the second one because he didn't do chalitza the first one. Reuven could do chalitza psula, but Tamiya, Reuven did chalitza to the first one, and this is achiz chalutzasa, and it's not a chalitza ma'alia, like Shimon's. Meaning, basically, since Shmuel holds, you need a full-fledged chalitza. How could he say one of the brothers does chalitza to Bila, but that's a chalitza gerua? Right, remember, Rav said they both have to do chalitza to Bila. But Shmuel is saying only one of them has to do chalitza to Bila, but how could that be? It's a chalitza gerua. And we know Shmuel holds you need a chalitza ma'alia. Says the Gemara, Mai echar chalitza kula nami de ka'amar? What does it mean... One of them does chalitza to all of them. I am tzas.
So the, the Gemara is reading, Echad Chelitz Lekulan as follows. Echad Chelitz Lekulan, in the Gemara's Havamina means, Ruvain does Chalitza to the first woman that falls, which is for sure a Chalitza Ksheira. And then, Ruvain does Chalitza to the second one. And the Gemara is asking, how could that be? But that's a Chalitza Psula because he could not have done Yibum to her. Because she's Achayt Chalutzasai. To which the Gemara says, you know what it means, Ruvain does Chalitza to all of them. It just means Ruvain's going to do Chalitza to the first one, Shimon's going to do to the second one, and then either one could do to the middle one. Aye, that's a Chalitza Psula. Well, a Chalitza Psula would work. When there's no alternative, says the Gemara. Look at Rashi. It says the Gemara. Excuse me. My echad chelitz achulan nami de kamar. I am sala. I am sala. It's going in the middle. When Rashi says kolaymer hashlishes laachar shachal shimon lashnia. After Shimon does chalitza to the second one, shehi al shneim achlis chalutza. Now she's an achlis chalutza to both of them, and they're both equal. In other words, when does Shmuel say you need a valid chalitza? That's when there's someone here who could give a valid chalitza. But since neither brother could give a valid chalitza, when it comes to this middle one, you could go back and either one could do a chalitza psula. Chalitza psula is only insufficient in relative to where a chalitza kshera could have been done. But if no brother could do a chalitza kshera, then you don't have to do a chalitza kshera. I vahar kulan ka'amar. We're going to review from the top of the page next week, but I just want to read one more line. I, it says, he's doing to all of them, and the truth is he's only to, doing to two out of the three women, but the answer is that ruba kakula, since he's doing to two out of three, that's why the b'risa says, that's why the b'risa says kulan. Kim the ruba gabe karle kulan. The iboy seima, another answer is, Shmuel holds you could use inferior chalitza. And really, Shimon, and therefore in this case, Ru, um, Ruvain, or the or we're calling him Yehuda, could do chalitza to all three. I, Shmuel, said if you do chalitza to the sisters, it doesn't pata the tzarais. So says the Gemara, So when does Shmuel say you need a full-fledged chalitza? That's the pata the tzara. But to Potter yourself, Avamifter Anavsha, Patra, but to Potter her, a Chalitza Psula will Potter. Therefore, one could do Chalitza to all three where there are no Tsarais. Why? When do we say Chalitza Psula doesn't work? That's to do Chalitza to one co wife and Potter the other co wife. But to do Chalitza Psula to a woman, that's going to potter the woman, even though there are other brothers who could have done a better job. Okay, we'll, we'll pick it up from the top of the page next week. And Rabbi Isai, have yourself an amazing evening. Shkoyach. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.